Did you ever think you were made it? I feel I'm so close I could take sweet victory. I know this life meant for me. Yeah, why would you bet on Goliath when we got bet David? Value taming, giving values contagious. This world of entrepreneurs, we get no value to haters. Now they run, homie, look what I become. I'm, the, I'm, the I'm Patrick Bedevi, host of ITM, and today I have the most winningest bodybuilder of all time, Dexter Jackson. He's won Mr. Olympia one time, but he's won more contests, professional contests, than any other professional bodybuilder out there. And he's got a different kind of a story to tell about what's been taking place with him. And it's special because he just got back from Arnold Classic after placing second. So he's got a lot of juicy story to share with the rest of us. It's the one and only Dexter Jackson. Dexter, thanks for coming out. Thank you, thank you. Good to be here. It's, and it's good, to, right now, looking at you, what's special about looking at you is you look competition mode because you just came from Arnold Classic, I just right? competed this past weekend, yes. So, So it's the first time we've had a guest that is three days fresh off of a competition, off of a contest. How you feeling? I feel good, man. Been, I, I'm, I've been drinking my water to make sure I stay hydrated. Yeah. And um, I've been eating a little junk food here and there, but I can't go too crazy because i got to get right back on the diet tomorrow to get ready for the Arnold Classic Australia in two weeks. In two weeks? Yes. So when you're typically pre preparing for a competition like that, that's, an, that's a long way. So you're going to be flying. Right, that's a long ways. Do you typically go a week before and train there, or do you train and then they go, you go there? Yes, I usually go. I'm actually leaving Sunday, get there Tuesday, because you lose a day. So the show is following mm -hmm. Saturday, of course. So I get there about, you know what, four or five days before. Four or five days before the competition just and to, during those four or five days are you trying to readjust sleep because this is not like you're going from la to ohio or you know you're going to vegas you, you, there's a big difference H how are you adjusting your sleep you're training your diet um same thing like you said i'm trying to adjust with my sleep um diet is going to be cool because i have um meal prep company there that have prepared my meals for me and then i'll be training there as well um you know, probably I get that Tuesday, I train Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, mm -hmm. and probably take Friday off and be ready to rumble in, on uh, Saturday. How you, how you feeling that's gonna go for you? The one I'm, I'm winning, man. I, every, show I, every show I do, it's, it's, my mindset is to win. I'm not going there to compete and, and play games. I'm trying to win everything I do. What haven't you won? Like, what haven't you ever won? I haven't won Brazil. Um, I've actually won Arnold. Australia, I've won it already. Brazil was is the only one that I haven't won. I think I've won everything else. Everything except Brazil. Well, not under the small shows. No, no, we're but talking the, the major main shows. Ones. Yeah, I've won all the major shows. Brazil is the only one that Brazil's I haven't won. Brazil's the only one. Did you ever compete in Night of Champions or no? Did you? I did. What What year was that? Because that's when Wayne was still putting them together, right? Yeah, Wayne was Wayne was the um, uh, the president mm -hmm. then. Um, I think the last time I competed in that show was 2003, maybe? 2003, 2002, yeah. or something like that. So how was Arnold Classic? I know obviously, you know, you're going in, there's a lot of different names, and you know, Bonac wins, but how are you feeling you did yourself with the results? Um, not to take nothing away from William. William's a great competitor, yeah. but I was on my game this week, man. Um, after the Olympia, I was with this um, amazing gut specialist, and we've been working on this for months, and it finally got my gut down. I have no more gut, you know, so that was one of the main things that was hindering me from winning or placing even higher than I have been. Um, so now that that's gone, 
I felt that coming into this Arnold that that was going to be a guaranteed win for me because that's that's the only thing anybody can say anything about my physique. You know, I brought my legs back up. My legs was big and everything. So conditioning was crazy because this this for this competition, I actually dieted 100 <laughs> percent. I didn't do all the stuff that, you know, you always have. Um, I've always had where I said to myself, if if it's not broke, why try to fix it? Mm -hmm. You know, so there was things that I was doing, like eating peanut butter every night. I did that my whole career. And um, I said, you know what? I'm going to actually follow the diet this time because there's some reason I'm not getting back into the conditioning that I used to get into. You know, with my abs deep and my lower abs good and all that stuff, I wasn't seeing that. So you, I said, you know what? Um, let me try something different this time. I'm going to cut all of that crap out. I cut everything that I used to do that I always believed in keeping in my diet, you know, because I'm the blade and I can get away with it. I cut it all out. And I actually followed the diet, and man, I was so peeled and shredded. Um, I mean, this was days, you know, weeks out, and we had to actually slow it down a lot. And um, but as you saw, at 50 years old, I was, I was, right on point. Looked like I was 10 years ago. My body, man, my waist was tight. Everything was so good. And I thought I, I, I thought I pulled that win out this past weekend. You thought you, you oh, thought yeah. you won. Of course, I thought I won. And this is not just the confidence talking. You're talking technically. No, you're technically. You're thinking you want. Yeah, heck yeah. I mean, you can look at the pictures. Look at the video. Yeah, I mean, listen, it's unbelievable when you look at the pictures. It makes no sense. First of all, it doesn't make sense, period, let alone you're 50 years old. Right. I, 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 that, that, that's what doesn't but you know make what? any sense. I respect what the judge's opinion. Yeah. I, I have no, I, you know, it's, there's no bitching and griping coming on for me. And, you know, their decision is their decision, and I'm cool with that. But me, on how I feel, I feel that, a bodybuilder has to make adjustments and try and be better than he was the previous outing, mm -hmm. which is what I did. And and once you do that, you know, I felt that I was, I, I was, I should have been, I should have won the competition. In in what area do you go one by one by one? Like, are you saying legs? Boom! I got here. I got him here. He got me here. He got me. Are you? Nah, you don't. You don't compare body part with body part. You just compare overall, overall package, overall package, overall symmetry is better than his. My conditioning was better than his. Um, I just, you know, like I said, I just felt I should have won. Got it. Uh, as far as uh, right now being fifty competing versus forty competing, thirty competing, twenty-five competing, what's the biggest difference you're feeling with your body? I really don't feel anything with my body, to be honest with you. I don't have any aches or pains anywhere. Um, that newbie machine I use for my legs has taken so much pressure off my knees that I don't feel anything in my knees. Mm -hmm. So I'm able to go heavier than I've normally, you know, than I've normally been going. Mm -hmm. And um, and it still keeps the pressure off my knees. So that's why I've been able to bring my legs back. You know what I'm saying? So that was the main thing and everything else my joints feel good. Um, overall, I feel amazing. I can do this another 10, 15 years if I you want to. You feel like you can go another 10 years? Uh, yeah, of course I can. So if you can go another 10 years, then why are you talking about retirement? Because you know in your heart when it's time to let it go. It's, it's time. It's, it's 22 years. It's just, it's time to let it go. I won't go out on top. But you specifically said, I will retire when I stop competing in the top six. I did say that, and I have been saying that, but, but you want to listen to your mind and your heart, too. If my heart says it's time to let it go, it's time to go and go on to bigger and better things, 
and that's what it's time to do. Interesting. You know, a lot of people don't believe you're going to be done. A lot of people think uh, because, and the reason for it is not, you know how some people you watch a player and you say, you know, I think he should have retired two years before. Well, you know what? After what I presented this past weekend, a lot of people are saying that. I even thought of myself for a second. I was like, no, no, no. Your ass is retired. <laughs> so I am really done. Um, you guys are going to be surprised. Now don't start crying when your boy gone. But I'm definitely going to retire. This is my final year. And um, I've always said I'm going to give myself, you know, like you just said, I've always said as long as I'm in the top five, that's just me talking, as long as I'm in the top five, I'm a, I'm, you know, I'm going to continue competing. Yeah. Or, or as long as the body holds up, or whatever it may be, mm -hmm. I, I've always said that. But I've never, and I've always said I've given myself a year or two. But I've never said I'm retiring. This is it this year. I've never said that. This is the first time I've said it. I want a record saying it, and um, it's going to happen. How did that decision come about? How'd you make Just the me decision and my, to me and my my fiance? We sit down and um, and my family talk about it and. We just feel it's the right time. Any specific reason for it, or is just was well, it I got something so, where it's kind of like so many other business opportunities that's what that I'm I have asking. to pursue, right? And I can't do it while I'm still competing. It's just too much going on. You know, I'm away from my family. A lot of people don't know that I'm away from my family, probably eight months out of the year. I go to L.A. and stay to L.A. Mm -hmm. just to train. You know, I train with Charles Glass out there. I've had an apartment out there for ten years now. So it's rough on the family too, you know. If it weren't for FaceTime, we'd probably be done. FaceTime saves lives, saves relationships. So definitely FaceTime is what helped me and her be able to communicate and we both got an understanding because she was the main one to say, well look Dex, you need to go out there, you know, because at first when I started going out there, I started training with Charles Glass, mm -hmm. okay? And I would go out there for two weeks, lug all my stuff back to Florida, stay there for another two weeks, then go back out to LA, train with Charles for two weeks and spending all this money on, you know, vehicles to rent and, and, and hotels. And she said, you know what? You need to just find a place out there. Just stay out there and train. Keep all your stuff out there that when you gotta worry about lugging it back, you know, you just have everything out there that you need. And then when the show's over, just come on back home and, and have your family time. And I could come out there and chill out there, you know, sometimes during, a few times during the year, and which is what we do. And so we got a very good understanding. And um, it's amazing to have a woman behind you 100% like that that's going to support you. Um, so, guys, if you out there, man, and you got a good woman like that, you need to hold on to that woman because she is definitely the backbone of, you know, what I got going on, my relationship and all that stuff, man. She's amazing, Gail is. And... Um, you know, so a lot of people don't know that's the reason, you know, you know, me going to that stand eight months out of, t out of, out of the years, that can be tough on any family, brother. And, um, but like I said, now it's time after sitting down and having the discussion, you know, I got so many business opportunities that I have to attend to now while I'm hot. You know, I want to, I don't want to start losing it to, to fools that, you know, I ain't got no business losing to, you know what I'm saying? And then my name goes down the drain and people, well, I'm not going to say go down the drain, but, but while I'm hot, I need to take those, you know, take that and use that, you know, and get 
ready for after bodybuilding. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The, so, but the, part, the part I would say <coughs> to you is, are there guys that you're seeing coming up that you think it's going to be tougher for you to place in the top five over the next 24 months? Because sometimes, you know, uh, one of the biggest criticism right now, Mr. Olympia, or bodybuilding would be, you know, there's not really, I mean, there, you got, listen, you got Olivia, I'm not taking anything away from Moore and some of these guys are coming up, but it's yeah. not like the NBA where Giannis is right behind and, you know, John Moore, and then you got Luke and all these guys coming up. Who, 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 you know, if you compete the next two years, you don't think you would do top five? No, yeah, yeah, of course I will. I've always said, like, say, for instance, when Phil was coming, when I was beating Phil, I said, you know what? I ain't worried about Phil. But when he comes into his own, ain't nobody going to beat him. You know what I'm saying? But it's about muscle maturity. You know, these guys are young. They're going to have a great future. But right now, they can't beat me. In the next two, you know, one to two years, I stick and hold them off, just like I did with Phil. But once Phil beat me, then it was a wrap. Now, what a lot of people don't understand, all the people that have come and gone, and let me explain this, what I mean by that, is when I come into the, to, to bodybuilding, mm -hmm. you had guys like, I mean, all the 90s guys, right? So I come in, all these guys that beat me. And then I start beating those guys, you know, Flex and, you know, Chris and, and all the other guys start beating everybody, okay? Once I start beating you, you're not coming back and beat me. Okay? You're not coming back and beating me. You're not coming back but and beating me But the new again. guys could be, but like the, a but Okay, right, right. So, so now, once I start beating you, I'm, I'm going up. You, you, you're going to start going down, Yeah. right? So, I've always said, I can outlast you and come back and start beating you again once you start beating me, and which is what I've done. So a lot of guys that are coming to the game, Victor and so many other guys that have come along, and Branch and Wolf, all these guys that come along and start beating me, I start by beating them again, so mm -hmm. I ain't worried about them no more. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I can do the same thing. If I can compete another five, six years if I want to and start beating the Brandon Currys and start beating all these guys if I wanted to. Yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? You think you could? Oh, yeah, of course I could because I, I feel that I can still, you know, I can still keep the same body for another five, six years. I, I, it's not, it's, it's not, it's, it's not about being how big you are and none of that stuff, as you know, when it comes to the sport of bodybuilding. It's about the overall package. I'm not a big dude, you know, but I'm very, very hard to beat when I'm at my best. Right. So when I'm at my best, I can stand up against anybody. I can go toe-to-toe -to -toe with anybody except Ronnie. <laughs> and probably Dorian or somebody. You know, Dorian was an incredible bodybuilder. But, you know, me at my best, I can stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with anybody. You feel that? Oh, yeah, yeah I feel it. Anybody I've won 29 shows. I've beaten everybody. You feel you can stand against anybody at your best? Yes. At my, I mean, go to 2000. If you go back to 2007, 8, 9, yeah. 6, 7, 8, 9, I stand with anybody in those years. I mean, because you figure, I'm, two, I was, I'm five, six and a half, and I weighed 230, 235. You know, you got Sean as 5'6", he weighed 200. <laughs> There's a huge difference. You put us side to side. And my conditioning, see, that's the thing. I'm from toe to toe, head to toe, complete. You know, shredded from head to toe.
Back then, you had guys that were in shape, beautiful shapes and all that stuff, but from head to toe, they didn't have. Some of them had loose hamstrings and loose glutes or what have you. Mm. you, you got, I was well-rounded. That's why I won so many shows. That's what a lot of people don't understand. But well, that's not that big. It ain't about always being big. Yeah, I remember I read an a, a article about you in 99 or maybe 2000 and your physique, you know, your physique was, I was in the military or somewhere and you said, I don't do abs, I don't do cardio. This is pure genetics. Yeah, that's yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't do cardio, I don't do abs, this is purely genetics. How much of your advantage is just purely your genetics? Because to last as long as you have, I mean, would you say some of it is genetics and some of it is maturity? Uh, <laughs> Most of it is genetic. Most of it is genetic. <laughs> <laughs> because being able, like I said, coming up through the years. See, this is another reason why I've lasted so much longer than everybody has ever. Mm -hmm. Because the first 10 years, I didn't have to do none of that stuff you're saying. I can get away with cheating every day and still come in the show shredded. No cardio. These guys are doing two and three hours of cardio a day. That's a lot of wear and tear in those joints and bones, brother. I didn't have to do none of that stuff. So that saves me right there. That's 10 years off that, I sh I, that these guys are doing. Now I'm doing some cardio and I'm doing um, abs now because I have to. You've got to now learn how are. to make the proper adjustments. Why 28 minutes, by the way? I heard you say multiple times you do 28 minutes of cardio. 25. Why 25? 20 to 25. Oh, so it's not a, a, a specific mathematical formula no. that you, okay, it's just 20 to 25 minutes. That's yeah. all it is. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you said the, the, the trainer that you hired to work with your gut, with your uh, uh, abs, what did you do differently that you never, I mean, you're 50 years, you've been in this world for a while. What are some unique things you were doing you've never done before? Well, I can't, I don't want to get into all of that right now when it comes to that, but because I don't want all the young dudes or these older dudes beat me right now if I tell them what give you do. Give us one. <laughs> give, don't give us all of it. Give us one hint. <laughs> give us one. Well, put it this way. It's some super duper probiotics and digestive enzymes that's Got medical it. grade. Got you it. can't, I mean, the stuff, anything that or you have more, on more the shelves. Supplements, you're talking about more nutritional than the, the method of training. No, not the method. It's, it, to get my gut down, yeah. that's, that's all nutrition. That's all. So it. a lot of people, what are, I'm, I'm gonna tell you this, a lot of people think, a lot of people think just because you eat healthy that you got a good gut. So they get away from what, the sugar? And guess what they do? They mm. go to the sweet and lows and they go to the everything that's got sucralose and all yeah. that stuff in yeah. it. That's the worst thing you can do. That's what that that's that, that's the absolute worst thing you can do, especially over the years of us bodybuilding. So when you have a lot of guys that's got a big gut, nine times out of ten, it's because of that. And a lot of people don't realize that. I had hiccups for days and days and weeks and weeks, and I had to take medicine. Hiccups. To stop the hiccups, and we couldn't understand. I went to, to the Mayo Clinic. The Mayo Clinic in Jacksonville, Florida, there's three of those clinics or hospitals around the world, mm -hmm. um, around the United States, and they are the number one hospitals in the United States. So they did extensive testing on me and those, um, you know, in the hospital. So I'm up to, I'm saying probably two weeks of extensive testing with my blood work and all that stuff, sticking shit down my, my throat, trying to figure out what's going on with my gut. Well, come to find out, I had a gut bacteria. So we had to get rid of the gut bacteria. That was one of the reasons why it was puffy down to the bottom. We couldn't figure that out. Now, I got with this other lady after, um, after that, this gut specialist, and 
First thing she told me to do, stop all of that stuff that you're doing with the sucralose, all that sweet and low and all that diet stuff. Knock it off. For now on, just take, um, I, I, I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> I can't tell you what she told me. You're to. retiring, though, man. I mean, I'm going I'm to I'm let everybody know all of this when I'm retired. Because <laughs> I don't know. But, but you can't tell me my stomach went flat as hell versus what it was. Was last it instant or was it like a couple no, of weeks? It's, it's a, and no, it's not instant at all. Because we started at six weeks out from the Olympia. Got it. Okay. And, um... After Olympia, I was like, and it came down a little bit. I was like, in for Tampa, came mm -hmm. down a little bit, a mm -hmm. lot, lot better than it was the year before. So I was like, you know what? I'm done with this. These pills ain't doing shit for me. So my girl was like, you need to stay on it. And the gut special was like, you need to do this and keep staying on it. So I stayed on it the whole time from Olympia to the Arnold. So that's months, three, four months. Yeah. I stayed on it. And the Desiree Resorts, you see what happened. My stomach was finally flat again. And the number one thing is a lot of people, I mean, those, all those sweet and lows and, 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 and all that stuff that you eat with sucralose, guess what happened when, when I started, when I cut that shit out? No more hiccups. Gone. After you all cut that? All that medicine I was taking to yeah. stop the hiccups. Yeah. When I cut that simple little that stuff out, it. it was gone. Interesting. Now, let me ask you, Dex, you've been around the game for a while, Okay. You're 50. You're not 40. There's a big difference between you know, 50, 40, 30, right? Right. And, and in the political world, there's some games you play and, you know, some things you say, something you don't. How much of the bodybuilding world is there of giving bad advice to competitors to have an edge? Because everything's about an edge in your world, right? <laughs> some of it is giving bad advice. Some of it is giving good advice. Some of it is confusing. I mean, obviously, if you've seen Pump and Iron, you know Arnold would try to confuse, you know, Lou or Frank, whoever he was. It right. was a... How much of that happens till today? Um, I really don't know because you know what? When I when I start working with someone, I stick with that one person. I don't listen to what goes on or what other people are saying. You should do this. You should mm -hmm. do that. That's mm -hmm. that's one thing that a lot of these competitors do. They listen to too many people at one time. You know, so that's why I've always been able to stick with stick with one trainer, stick with one nutritionist, pretty much my whole career. I, well, Joe McNeil was my first. George Ferris was my second nutritionist. So I've only had two nutritionists yeah. in 22 years. You know what I'm saying? And, um, and with Charles, you know, he's been my only trainer in the gym that I work with. Well, I went to Psycho Fitness, you know, for a year and a half or something like that. But um, went back to Charles, been with him now for the last year and a half. But that's the thing. You know, I've always had people in my camp that I trusted 100% and I didn't listen to none of the other stuff for her. So I don't really don't know how much any, everybody else is influenced by anything. Got it. Uh, Charles, you said you've only been training with him for a year and a half or you? you no, no. I started training with Charles to, since 2010. Okay. I, I trained with him for like seven years. Then I went to Psycho for a year. That's then the I year and a half to, you were gone and you're yeah. back with Charles. Mm -hmm. What is the big, I mean, Charles is obviously a godfather. People talk about, he's been written about everywhere. What makes Charles so special training with them? It's the different angles that he uses. And granted, a lot of people are like, why you need a trainer? You know, well, why Michael Jordan got a, you know, a shooting coach? Mm -hmm. <laughs> He's the greatest basketball yeah. player. He still got a shooting coach. Well, same thing with him. You know, same thing. You know, there's little things that, and little twists and stuff that he does when it comes to you working out and hitting different angles that a lot of people don't know how to do. 
He does. And not only do does he have that to motivate me, but the main thing is he's Charles Glass. When I walk in that gym, I don't want to let this man down. That motivates me in itself. I'm going to give it all I got when I train with him. Because of who he is. Because of who he is. Is his style challenging you, pushing you, or no? It's just more direction. No, I can do it all myself. I know how to do all the exercises now. But like I said, he, he just being with Charles and in that gym, you know, that goes gym is just it's just something about that damn gym. It's, yeah. it's the most famous gym in the world. And some um, of the best <clears throat> equipment out there in the world. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, and, and the atmosphere is just everything. You know, you can't go into a gym that's the atmosphere where there's nobody training, nobody want to do nothing. You're going to be in the same mood. You know what I'm saying? So if you go to a gym where everybody's training and busting their ass, mm-hmm. that's what you're going to want to do. Uh, what's the biggest thing? I, I remember Dorian Yates said uh, w- one time he went to, uh, uh, you know, Gold's Gym and the front desk clerk didn't recognize him. Yeah. And says, hey, you know, I'm here. I'd like to train. So well, you have to pay 25 bucks or whatever the number is. Yeah. I'm, I'm Mr. Olympian. He says, who, I don't know who you are. He says, look at that. That's me right there, right? And it, she lets him in. Yeah. What's the biggest changes you noticed with your life and the way you were treated the moment you became Mr. Olympia? What are the perks, the additional perks? The, the additional perks? The additional perks are... Um, well, you're in a good I relationship did. right now. So, you know, obviously there's different perks if you're single. But what are some of the crazy perks you get? When you're Mr. Olympia? Well, I, I mean, I get a lot of free stuff. I get a lot of people wanting me to promote stuff for them and, and earn money off of it. My Instagram is through the roof when it comes to my engagement. So I get a lot of money from my Instagram. So those are, those are some of the perks. Um, what else? Um, when I used to be just a bodybuilder or... Or if I just say, well, say if I'm, say for instance, if I'm on, a, you know, I'm somewhere in public and someone asks me, well, what do you do? You play football? You know, I get asked that every day. You're a football player? And I say, no, when I want to talk to the people, I just say, oh, I'm a bodybuilder. And they're like, oh, okay. But when I say I'm Mr. Olympia, oh, wow, really? That, that changes everything. Just that name alone. Even people who don't follow the sport. Even people who don't follow the sport. They know that name, Mr. Olympia. Now, you know how in, in, in football you wear a ring and you, you got all these other things. Mr. Olympia doesn't have anything like that for you to put on. No, we don't have anything to put on. Well, we got that sand down when you walk in the house, That's sitting good. right on that mantle. Yeah. Yeah. They got to they gotta give something <laughs> that you can wear when you're going places, you know, a... A ring, because, you know, even in poker, they do the bracelets. You know, when you win a World yeah. Series poker, you win a bracelet. But uh, uh, it would be it would be nice for you to carry your ring with you. What is this that one, Mr. Nice. Olympia, right? Maybe if Mr. Olympia... Dan, if you're watching this, that's another idea for you <laughs> to consider having rings. I mean, the Night of the, I mean, the, of the Champions or the um, New York Pro. If the New, the New York Pro gives out a ring, so, you know, with diamonds, it's like $10,000. You know, so so yeah, Dan. You know, that is something to think about. I know? I would I would definitely consider that because it's more of a conversation starter when somebody sees it. Right. What is that ring for? It's for this. So so it, it, what 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 happens with the Mr. Olympia brand when you compete and you win once? Is it the moment you win one, you can compete in any other Mr. Olympia ever? Yeah. Right. If you for ever the, want, you can compete for the rest of your life. Yeah. What other benefits is there when you become a Mr. Olympia winner? I... Any other perks? 
free Coke, zero for the rest of your life? Is there like, you know, free Avion water? Is it? Like I say, if if the person that's in the fitness know who you are, you probably get gonna get it get it for free or yeah. you get a good deal. So the, those are those are the biggest perks. Those are the biggest perks. Let's go back to Arnold Classic. So Arnold Classic, when uh, you guys were competing and the whole controversy happened with coronavirus, how was that handled when you were going? I know about quarter of a million people uh, 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 couldn't go to the expo. There were some people that were partners. How was that frenzy when you're in it? What were you guys experiencing? We didn't, I mean, we were pretty much in our own element as usual because, you know, normally I'm in my room the whole time anyway. When I'm competing, I don't go to the expo anyway, you know. Never. So back in the day, I used to when yeah. I worked for Muscle Tech and stuff, mm-hmm. we, we had to go there for an hour and a half or something like that. But as I got older and don't have a sponsor, nutrition company anymore yeah I I don't go to any expos any, anymore anyway so that didn't affect me at all I, I think for for the people I mean because it's, it's a sad situation I, I can understand exactly where both parties are you know coming from you know um, especially Arnold because this show has been going on so long and plus you know he's I mean it's the biggest thing in Ohio it's the biggest event in Ohio. And for them to shut it down was pretty, you know, without even, I think from what I've heard, I'm not 100% sure, but this is just what I heard. They shut it down without even consulting him first. You know, it's a news conference and, and they call Arnold why they had the news conference, why they was giving the conference. So that was pretty much a slap in the face. But if things were during, doing, done the right way, I can understand where the government was coming from as well. You know, our thing is, you still got Cavalier Games that's got 30,000 people, 20,000 people at the game, mm-hmm. and that's still going on. Well, at our event, we still had our fans that night, but I can see where they're coming from because 20,000 versus 250,000, that's, big a, that's yeah. a big difference. And in those expos, it's all about touching. They, you touching, they, you bumping, they touching everybody. You kind of control when you got your own seats. You know, so that's why I figure they let us have our normal night show with everybody because it's controlled. They already bought these seats and they know where everybody's at. And it's not like other people are still coming in. You know what I'm saying? Like an expo. Expos in and out. People coming from everywhere, all over the world. That's, that's one thing our people understand. These people are coming from all over the world. When you mm-hmm. got the NBA game, those people probably just right from Cleveland. That's right. Unless if it's a playoff <laughs> championship game, different yeah. story. But See, it's a season game, it's local people. Absolutely. Yeah. And the Arnold Classic is people coming from got all it. over the world. Got it. You know, so they can be carrying anything. That makes sense. I, I, there's not, they haven't been, I know people that has gone, some of my friends that have gone to the Arnold, they got sick every year. That's before the coronavirus. They're sick every year. They come go back home and they, they sick with something. You know what I'm saying? So I can understand with both parties. It was just a sad situation that it had to go down. You know, now that this whole virus thing is going down, man, it's, it's sad for everybody that's involved. You know what I'm saying? Let me ask you, was there any talks on why the governor didn't reach out to Arnold or no? Those kinds of talks that nobody had with you guys. No, I, I don't know anything about that's Arnold. That's not at your it's level. That's at their that, level, political. Right. Okay. And uh, but the, the athletes, the athletes were screened. You know, when we got off the plane, we had to go into a room. Really? And we were screened. Now, I don't know, I don't know what exactly this screening can do for you, 
but all we did was do a you know Saliva. temperature you know to put the temperature gauge in our mouth did i took our temperature and we answered some questions are you from a different country have you visited this country or this country and that's it so i don't know what that was supposed to do maybe if your temperature was higher than than what they're looking for they probably would have put you to the side and and did some more test or or whatever but as long as you you know your 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 temperature was low you was you was fine so no blood or urine there no. was no blood or urine taken no. at all for it and no one was asked you can't compete there was no incident that said this person cannot compete i had i didn't know all the guys that that were there all competed and and are most of you guys i mean it's a bodybuilding is a fraternity right it's it's a group of people that pretty much doing the same sport so you are competing, but in a way, you also kind of want the sport to be getting bigger and bigger because it benefits everybody. Right. Were you guys all on the same page kind of uh, with the decision made for the quarter million people coming through on the expo? It's like, I think the right decision was made. Or were there certain people that were saying, you know, I... Yeah, I, it, was, it was mixed. It was mixed. It was mixed. Some wanted it, some didn't want it. Uh, you know what? The, I, I think the whole thing came down to... The, they was getting a lot of heat from <clears throat> petition, you know, people that was, you know, people didn't want this on a, this expo to go down. Who's people? Um, the general public. They was partitioning this thing. Oh, I, these I, are local. Getting all these call, right. I so got that, it. that's the main. I, I think, from what I understand, that's what really did it. For it made the government step up and say we, you know, we need to shut it down because you would get so many people complaining about, you know, complaining about it. Yeah, I wonder if Governor DeWine, DeWine has a relationship with uh, Arnold and if there's any kind of a connection with him, Trump, because you know him and Trump, the whole uh, 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 show and their level of competitiveness for each other. I don't know. Obviously, DeWine is a Republican or, or Arnold's a Republican and Trump's a Republican, but Arnold's a different kind of Republican than DeWine. I don't know the decision making behind of it, uh, behind it. I do know... Uh, uh, how how is this being talked about for Mr. Olympia? Uh, is there any talks that if this continues, the same could happen with Mr. Olympia? Oh, I'm pretty sure it can. Yeah, that's that's pretty interesting. From what I understand, they just said they just shut a big event down here in Austin, right? It's it's like four hundred thousand people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they did South by Southwest. Yeah, that's the there biggest one. Yeah, not just South by Southwest. They're also doing the one in Miami, Alta, Alta which is how many people show up to Alta? By the way, what's the number? It's got to be, no, no, it's got to be a big number. It's not even, it's, yeah, it's yeah. a, South by Southwest, South by Southwest is massive. This is some interesting stuff here. I mean, obviously. See, but what's so sad about it, Patrick, is I was actually speaking with one of a business owner there, a small business owner has, has a restaurant, and they got to go out of business now because they need this weekend. They needed that weekend. Yep. So it's so just all the small businesses, man, that's that's in trouble. They rely on that competition coming to town because so many people come, they flood their restaurants or whatever, and that's how they make a lot of their money through the whole year. Yeah. So a lot of these companies are gonna have to shut down now because of this year, this whole coronavirus thing, and it's sad. It's absolutely sad. And I, and I hope one, they get to the bottom of it fairly quickly and uh, make some real uh, decisions about this to get, I mean, listen, we're one of the most innovative countries in the world. If we want to create something and solve something, we can do it. But right. this is a time that they need to, you heard about what happened with Italy. Italy, Northern Italy, you're talking about 18 million, 17 million people, shut them down. Yes. Um, and even in Iran, you know, folks, uh, no one's taking folks that are traveling, whether it's from China or Iran. There's a lot of it going on. But you're in the health world. 
So I'm, I'm wondering, like, how is Mr. Olympia? Because it's not like it's a big margin game. This is not a big profit game, you know? Right. So they have, and especially now that Jake Wood, there's a new owner, it's going to be interesting to see the decisions they'll be making uh, uh, moving forward. But going back to, uh, going back to uh, you and retirement, I, I got to ask this question from you, man. I got to ask this question from you. So one question is the one that I ask you, young guys coming up, okay? And then I'm going to get to my next question. Who are some of the young guys that you're looking at? I mean, you're, you're the veteran of veterans who's still in the game. There's nobody that's a bigger veteran than you. That's a winner. You know, it's kind of like a guy who's playing and he's still winning, right? Who do you look at and say, that guy can have a big future. He can compete. That guy could win it one day. He definitely could win it one day. What are some names that you're looking at? Um, Patrick, Patrick can, um, he's got to bring up a lot of body parts. His legs, he's got to bring his legs up big time, but he has a bright future. He's got the small waist and all that stuff, but he's got to put on some foot. He's got to get thicker. That comes in time. That's muscle maturity. It comes in time. So you can't rush the process. As long as he don't rush the process and he takes and do like I did, Put a little bit on each year and keep all the negativity out. Keep his mouth shut. He can go places. And I actually told him this myself. You know, a lot of these old young guys come to me for advice. Um, what do you mean by keep your mouth shut and negativity? What does that mean? Just being, getting you know, on, on Instagram and or social media and complaining about this and that and, and going back and forth with people cussing people out and, you know, Sergio did that for a while. He's finally calmed down with that. But Sergio can definitely, you know, he can definitely go places. I like Steve Kuklot. Steve, Steve can, if Steve keep his head on straight and continue doing what he's doing, control his stomach, you know, I told him I'm gonna help him with that. Uh, I don't see why he can't you know, be one of the main guys coming, you know, in the future when I'm gone. Winning? I don't know about any of these guys winning. Okay. Because, you know, that's up to the judges. Um, I can't predict the future, but if they keep their head on straight, they got a good chance. Of maybe winning one day. Right. Kuklo. Yeah, Kuklo too, yeah. yeah. Okay. I put him in there. Yeah. Because, um, you know, I'm getting ready to retire and, you know, um, but, you know, you can't, you can't put Roley and you can't put William and all these guys. They 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 older now. Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? We're talking about the younger guys, That's like you said. About the younger, yeah. And you know, so those are well, even Steve's getting up there then, but he's still considered one of the younger guys because he's just starting to get up top with us. Right. I mean, they call you. So anybody that you say, I like this guy's physique. You look out for this guy. Long well, shot, but look out for this one guy. Any name. Well, I would have to say Patrick. Patrick was the hardest name coming in, but what, but, but what a lot of people don't understand, I told these people, I'm like, listen, Patrick can be great, but he, he's not ready. That's the same thing I used to say to Phil. I used to tell Phil that himself. That's why he used to want to beat me so bad. He's not ready right now. And, and, and you saw that because he's done all these small shows, and you saw that once he stepped on stage against some Olympia, you know, vets. It's going to be a different ball game. I told everybody that coming into the Arnold. You know what I'm saying? Um, but not to say that he, he's, he can't be great. I mean, when I first came in, I was, you know, I was ninth, ninth, eighth in Olympia. Mm -hmm. And then I finally started doing something. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, like Phil, Phil ran for three years before he competed in his first Olympia. He was scared to compete against us. Yeah, I said it, Phil. <laughs> but um, once he came into his own, no stopping him. Same thing with, with, with um, Patrick. If Patrick continued doing what he's doing, putting on size in the right places, I think he can definitely win Olympia in the future. In the future. Yeah. Okay. So outside of those three names, you don't have another name. Those are the three names you well, were. You, if you throw some names out of Timmy, then I can tell you, yeah, Nate, but as of right now, I can't think of it. <laughs> I'm, just curious, I'm just curious because, you know, in, every, in, in sports, you kind of look at the next guys coming up. Thought maybe in your world, you guys are talking about that this guy's got the goodies. He could potentially do something. Look out for this guy. That guy's got to get the, the caps the only done. Way, the only way that I even notice a person is when they're getting a lot of, getting a lot of press from social media. You know, I didn't know who Patrick was until I started seeing him all on social media. Everybody, oh, he should have did this and did that. You know what I'm and saying? And then it came up. It was like when he won, I think he won Cal. When he won Cal, that's when he started getting a lot of press. Yeah. yeah. His name is everywhere, by the way. Everybody's dropping his name that he could potentially one day win it. Yeah. So you saying it, that's, uh, that's another validation. And by the way, Phil uh, thinks the world of you. Phil, and you know that already, though. Phil I mean, is my boy, man. Phil thinks Loving the world of you. So, uh, uh, retirement. You're talking about retirement, and you're very committed to it. Very, very committed to it, to retirement. Super committed to the decision of wanting to retiring. But, here's a but for you. Okay, here's a but for you. Okay. The, you got Arnold Classic. Okay. You got uh, 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 these competitions that you've done. Mr. Olympia, you've won. Arnold Classic, you've won. Right. There's this something new thing coming out. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's it's called Athleticon, right? right. You've never, you never, maybe if you've never heard of it, it's 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 in a lot of talks right now. Yeah, obviously, you obviously know it. exactly what I'm talking about. I'm being sarcastic mm-hmm. with you. You know, that's a whole different ball game. And, and and the reason why I'm saying it's a whole different ball game, I don't think competing in Athleticon is necessarily the same as the other ones because the benefits package is bigger. You just saw Phil just announced that he signed with Danny and he just signed with them on uh, some things he's going to be doing. I didn't see that, but that's good for him. Yeah, he just, uh, Danny's now representing him, and he's got some uh, uh, good things that he's working on that uh, he'll be announcing here soon. But if Athleticon comes out and there's a big opportunity, you mean to tell me you wouldn't consider it at all to possibly compete with those guys, and you'd say Mr. Olympia is the last one? As of right now, Mr. Olympia is my last competition. Okay. So that means there's a little bit of a chance. It's almost like the movie. What's that one movie uh, with uh, Jim Carrey? See, we w- when I first got when I first got wind of this competition, yeah. you know, rumors was flying. Oh, it's gonna be five hundred thousand dollars for the winner. Of course, I'm gonna do that. But then when it windowed down, then it was like, well, it's gonna be a hundred thousand per category. I'm like, wait a minute, we the bodybuilders, we the one bring the crowd, we the one should be making the most money. That right there gave me a, like, wait a minute. You know, if we the one draw the crowd, why are people taking from us? I give you a different perspective. I give you different from the business standpoint because you want to get into the business side, right? Okay. Remember back in the days, the sale was what? When uh, you said in one interview, you said, you know, why'd you become a bodybuilder? Oh, because, you know, I went to this one show and I saw the girls screaming saying, oh my gosh, look at this. I want, I want to get this kind of attention from girls because you, you come from a family of uh, athletes. You know, you played... Everybody in your family, I think you were a football guy, you played baseball, you didn't play basketball, you were track, and you Man, were good at it, you right? You did your homework, Yeah, brother. so you, you're, you're a guy that uh, came from that world. So, and they used to pitch you guys back in the days and say, yeah, let me tell you, you know, 
Imagine being on a cover of a magazine. That was a big deal. No one cares about being on a cover of a magazine today versus 20 years ago. You used right. to be right before, whether it was Flex, and you made a few thousand dollars a month writing. That doesn't work anymore today. Today, you got to do it on your own social media on site, right? So let's set that part aside. Back then, it mattered if you were on cover of mag, you know, Muscle Mag or Flex or whatever. Absolutely. Today, maybe Athleticon's pitch is, listen, forget about the upfront money. Don't think short term. Think about the connections and the movies and the opportunities and the commercials and the shows. So if I'm a Danny or a Rock, that's how I'm pitching myself. If I'm sitting behind closed doors, I'm sitting there saying, listen, man. I just want to let you know, if you're just coming for the 100 grand, we're the wrong show for you. But if you come in here to be part of the family, like, let me, let me, a guy asked me a question. He says, I'm an actor, okay, good-looking guy. And he says, I'm doing work, man, but I'm having a hard time. And this guy's done some work. He did some work with Denzel. He did some works with some guys. But he is uh, the, the actor that should be getting more jobs, but he's not because he's a... Uh, 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 he studied the right art, and he went to the right acting school. And he's asking me this question, Pat, what, what should I do to get some play in Hollywood? I said, look, man, I just got to tell you something. If I wanted to get into Hollywood right now, and I wanted to act, I would do whatever I could to get in the right team. He says, what do you mean? I said, if you look at nowadays, actors are making movies based on teams. Adam Sandler and four other guys keep making movies together. And the same guys that were in one is in the next one, and the next one, and the next one, right? Vince Vaughn and what is it, Owen Wilson? Ooh, Vince, uh, Vince Vaughn and John Favreau and one of his other friends, you know, whether it's uh, Swingers Peter, or, Peter you know, Peter, that's right. Hey, you look at some of these guys and they're kind of getting in a mix. I don't know. I mean, you know, if, if uh, a, a personality like yours gets picked up and then you get other opportunities, maybe something you ought to consider, you know, <laughs> long term. Because it's not every day. Like, if I had you and I'm your agent, you're marketable, man. Are you freaking kidding me? It's like a 50-year-old looking the way you do. No one can say that in the world. You realize there's only one of you in the world. If, if we were to put anybody above 50, okay, anybody above 50, if we even put anybody above 40, Phil would be in a competition if we wanted to compete. But if we put anybody above 50, who, who's even close? No, nowhere to even go. That's a marketable story. Yeah, so, I, I, I can understand where you're coming from, but if, if the contest was closer to the Olympia, then... Time-wise. Time-wise. I mean, it's, what, October, November yeah. sometime? Yeah. Olympia's in September. I, I, I'm already doing all these shows now, right? Take a break, then do the Olympia. Time, then right. I, I, it, it'd be extremely difficult for me to take another break yeah. and compete in November. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I get it. If Especially it was closer, it would be a no-brainer. But how'd you do it in 2015 when you did 9 out of 12 and you won 9 competitions? There's all back-to-back. Back. That's what I'm saying. So if you can't do that, you can't do it again? No, no, no. They were all back-to-back. Back. Oh, and what timeline? Okay. Kind of like this Australia right. one you're doing? Right. Oh, okay, I got it. You see it. what I'm saying? I got so, it. Yeah, that makes sense. So if you got, if you got, if you got a show, if you got the Olympian, because all, all, all the shows that I competed in, yeah. they usually run back to back yeah okay and not split apart okay and what i mean by split apart is one's not in february and the other one's in june and the other one's in december these shows that i i won it was two weeks apart one can week you apart. give me an example like when you won masters <clears throat> mr olympia and you won europe and how long were those three contests okay that wasn't in the same year okay then give me the one where you won Nine out of twelve in fifteen. Okay, so, so okay, so say I did nine shows in two thousand fifteen. Right, right. 
So it start with the Arnold. Yeah. I do the Arnold, the Australia, and maybe two Grand Prix, and they're all back to back. How so long is back to back? What's that timeline? It can be. I, I can't. I, I don't know the exact date six back weeks, then, but it can weeks. be. Yeah, it can okay. be four to six Got weeks. So you can still you see what I'm saying? I mean, if you look at it. Hold on. Hold on. I'm trying to. I'm trying to set you up that there is a possibility. Okay, but hold on. But you got you got the Arnold and you got two show, three shows after, right? That's back to back. Then that year I had the Olympia yeah. and you had three shows back to back. Those shows were over in September. I got it. I, now you want me to diet another three, two, two three months? I just yeah. that's I a lot it. of work. So the gap. So the gap. can you actually get the dates exactly? When is Athleticon <clears throat> and when is uh, uh, when is uh, Mr. Olympia? Mr. Olympia is what? Second week of September or third? Second week. Second week. Okay. October 10 to 11 is Athleticon. So it's four weeks. It's four weeks. So there you have it. You got four weeks timeline. Four weeks is it. four weeks. I thought it was like November or something. Well, I mean, if you think about this, because you can still stay true to your commitment of saying I'm retiring in 2020. Uh, anyways, I'm not trying to throw a wrench in there. I'm sure the Mr. Olympia people are already pissed off enough with me <laughs> that this is just adding. Can this guy who's got a channel on entrepreneurship stop no, no, talking no, no. bodybuilders? No, no, no. <laughs> because I just, to be honest with you, I just had eight weeks in Prague. your mind. Prague is a week after the Olympia. They just stepped up their game, put more money in that show, and they're pitching hard to get athletes. So, you know, Prague is a week after. The Olympia. So who Prague knows? Is what? Which one is Prague? Prague is uh, also Mr. Olympia or no? No, no. Prague is just another competition like it's no like Athleticon, but it's it's the Prague Pro. You see what I'm saying? Prague well, no, no, no. Pro. Well, I mean, as a competition, I mean, not like, not yeah. how prestigious that show is going to be. It's going to be crazy. Don't get me wrong. But being that it's in October and it's only a month later, hey, I consider it now because I, I you see. We don't have any information. No one's telling us nothing. We don't even know how much money is in the damn show. It's not we, the money, then. It's all about the money, I'm brother. I'm telling you. It, I know it is because I know this is a career. You know, one thing about you is, you know, you're, you're a professional. This is your business. This I is what you're it's all about the money. Phil, Phil tells shows all the time. He told Arnold, if you, if you put more money in it, I'll do it. He wouldn't do it unless he put more money yeah, in it. Yeah. That's the Arnold. Yeah. But I think what Phil is doing is, remember how you said also, is uh, uh, when you said when you were training back in your 20s, 30s, it was kind of like, you know, I can eat anything in abs. And then I learned that I don't have to do free weights because I wanted to take care of my joints. So you saw your peers kind of hurting themselves, squatting 800 pounds. You're like, I'm going to make some adjustments. It's like the machine that you found with your legs and how it helped you build up. And then you found out with the abs, with the probiotics you don't want to tell us about that you eventually will. Maybe Phil is also sitting there saying, this is about contacts and relationships. Who knows? No, no, no. So We're not talking about that. What you said was, it's not all about the money. I know. It's absolutely about it because Phil wouldn't even do it unless they put more money in the show. He wouldn't do what? He wouldn't do all the He wouldn't compete. Class. No, he straight up told him, if you put more money in the show, then I'll do it. The Olympia pays 400000 You got to at least pay that. That's Phil. That's your boy said that. But I'm talking about you and Athleticon. <laughs> I'm uh, talking you and Athleticon. Well, I'm talking and, you and Athleticon. Look, and, I don't work for any of these guys. You got, listen, it's and not what like I I'm getting a 5% was, or 20% <laughs> commission on the range. <laughs> but look, now, now, now I, I got some more Context. information. I've gotten so, some more information on yes. when the show is going to be. Now yes. I at least know when the show is. Okay. Okay. We don't know exactly how much money. Listen, in this sport. Yeah. When it says, when, when you come, if I were to come out with a show and I put 
$200,000 in the show, yeah. I'm going to have a lot of great guys coming to that show. Okay. If I just put a little bit of money in the show and put like $20,000 in the show, those big names ain't going to come in the show. It's not enough money. What if you got 150 million followers on Instagram? That ain't got nothing to do with it. Oh, Dex, you got to think long term. Nah, nah. You got to think long term. No, he got 150 million. Not me. That but, ain't got nothing but, to do with but, me. But you don't think Joe play Joe Weider played a big role in our buddy Arnold? I mean, you gotta. So you got you got to think I about. Know it. You, I, I know you. I trying your best to get. I, I, I'm <laughs> just telling you. I don't. I don't benefit from it. Just know. I don't benefit from it. I'm not in any. I get calls, and you have to. You have to know that uh, out of respect for all these guys. Well, I look, get calls. Well, look. I get calls about sitting as an advisor. And I'm not coming from a place of saying pitching or not pitching. All I'm saying is, you just play second on Arnold Classic, going up against everybody that's younger than you, and you look sick. You look sick. This is absolutely right. This and, and you got something there that's a, a ton of. But that don't mean that don't mean I should put my my body at risk by keep not doing the all part. these. Not the risk shows. part. I'm not. I'm not suggesting risk part. See, all but I, you gotta you gotta put all that in consideration. I totally get it. That's why I totally get it. But this kind of gave us a little bit more context. No, it's only four weeks apart. And you have you now you you, you have at least convinced me enough to say hey. I'll think about it. There you go. That's that's all we need. Yes. That's all we need. Phil couldn't even do that. <laughs> so because he all secretive and shit. So, so we, <laughs> <laughs> he all secretive. Well, to be fair with everybody, this is a pretty secret world. You don't want to tell us what you're doing to get your abs straight because you don't want to give your guys an edge, your competitors an edge. I mean, we can get one. We can even get you to tell us one small little thing about that. But that's I fair did. Enough. I Look, told you. Yes, you did. You, you did a little bit. Uh, just out of fairness. Okay. So we covered that. We covered Athleticon. I want to talk about your best friend here, Sean Ray. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to show a video about what he said when he was here with me. Now, obviously, you know, at this point, uh, we've had who? Dorian on. We've had Ronnie on. We've had Curry on. We've had Flex on. Do Sean on. And just Wayne D'Amelia, which, which uh, is going to oh, be wow. going out here pretty soon. And Wayne? Wayne. Wayne, Wayne dropped Ooh. some. Wayne wasn't holding back with nothing, which was pretty wow. interesting. And now it's obviously <laughs> you. So I'm going to play what he said. Okay, but before you play that, okay, tell let, me. let's just go, let me go ahead and Give tell us you some now. Context. He already rebutted what he said already. He, he came out with his said, own I video. Yes. Okay. I saw that, but I want to hear from you. I want to hear what you no, say. because I was going to smash him after I saw that video. But so now since he, he came it, back and, you're gonna be and apologized and said he ain't mean it that way, then I'm gonna let it slide. Okay, then I'm just gonna play it anyways for for just entertainment purposes. You know, you can maybe enjoy watching it. <laughs> Current era against your era. No, none of these guys in the top ten. The the one that could be the top ten would probably be Dexter Jackson, um, but the other guys, no. They, these guys are right where they need to be for their timing, and they're lucky that Dexter's not ten years younger. They couldn't be Dexter if he was ten years younger. Dexter, Dexter in his prime couldn't make the top six of the Olympia, and I was there. He's already given his answer. Huh? Well, first of all, my first three years are not my prime. 2000, I, I, I turned pro in 99, 2000, 2001. That's when I competed against Sean. That's not my prime. My prime went until I hit 2005, six and seven. That's my prime. When Sean would beat me, I was damn near Sean's weight. 205. Yeah, that's when Sean would beat me. When I started smoking Sean, I'm well, Sean left because he, I'm, I'm not even getting into all that. But when I started beating some of the older, you know, older guys, see, here's the thing. Everybody's always coming out trying to compare. You can't compare errors. 
It's a totally different, you know, this era is totally different from the 90s. Okay, those guys were sucked in and sucked down and, and I was eating four or five meals to, to, to look like that. Nowadays, you gotta eat your ass off to be full. You come in like that, you gonna get smoked because these guys are full these days. Two totally different mm -hmm. errors. You know what I'm saying? Not to say that these guys in this era can't suck down like that. Of right. course they can. Right. But it's all about being full these days. If you any flat or anything like that, you're done. You know, so it, it's it, that's why I always say you can't you can't. Why do you even try and compare errors? You can't do that. But but when I Sean, think you're a good when guy Sean and them was beat me when Sean beat me my first three years, mm -hmm. you know he was Sean Ray. You know that last Olympia, I got photos. You can see the photos I've posted on my Instagram. Mm -hmm. I smoked Sean my last you know his last year, but he's Sean Ray. You know what I'm saying? It, and and. I got no problem losing to Sean, okay? But me and my prime, I would definitely smoke Sean, for sure. You and your prime, you would definitely smoke Sean? It wasn't even be close. I was 230, he was 200. So 230, let me ask you this question. From head to toe, straighter from head to toe. Sean, he, he, was, he wasn't even, he didn't even have straighter glutes, man. Come on, man. And he was narrow, he had no sweeps on his quads. No, I would definitely smoke Sean. Dex, technical question for you. Uh, <clears throat> technical question for you. You've been around the uh, block for a while. Top five bodybuilders, in your opinion, of all time. Rank them in top five. I'm sure you talked about this many times because it's your world. Top five. You can't put yourself in there. I can't put myself no. in there. Uh, well, Ronnie's one. Ronnie's first. D Ronnie in any era. Smoke anybody in any era. Okay, so let's get that out of the way now. Okay. 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 Two is, I mean, I'm not, this is, 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 this is not in any particular order. This is just my top five. Well, your first is first. But Ronnie's first regardless. Okay, I got now, it. Other guys, you can, you can, you know, you can switch okay. them around. Okay. But, but I would have to say, um, Phil. Phil is top five all day. Um, that's two, three. Um, flex. That's three. Four. Man, it's hard. Um, you know, fourth and fifth. I would have to go with Kevin. Kevin Lavron, you you put top five. I put Kevin top five. Kevin all time best physique. Best physique. I could put him in the top five. You got one more. Um, Other names left. I'm curious. Coming from a multi generational guy here. I would say, had he applied himself in the gym the same as he did outside the gym, or if he applied himself, his work ethic was, if his work ethic was great, if his, everything was on point and he did what he's supposed to do, I would say Chris Kamir. 
Well, he's your mentor. He's your friend. So I know you, you, when you, you, you're saying Chris Cormier. I'm not saying Chris. I'm not saying that because of that. I'm saying it because it's a fact. You'd put the real deal as a top five. If, if he if he applied himself the way he, if 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 he applied himself the way he, I do myself, and he, and we seen the full potential out of Chris. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I feel that Chris is better than Flex. If Chris stayed out the streets and stopped fooling around with everybody and did what he's supposed to do, yeah, of course. Chris Chris was bad, bro. Chris Cormier, you put in top five. Yeah. Now that's that. You, so you, so you, a few names just for full disclosure. You, you've left out. You've left out Arnold. You've left out Sergio. You've left out uh, uh, Dorian. You've left out Haney. You've left out Cutler. Some names here, and you're still sticking to your five. Well, uh, I, well, I didn't think you meant all of those guys. Like, I mean, I'm talking everybody. Okay, well, that's then I, that's a different perspective. Let's 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 do a whole another top five. Oh, okay, then. great. So you so you uh, <laughs> so, so for full disclosure, to be fair, when everybody's watching, you're giving your era people you've competed against. Yeah, fair enough. Now give me stuff all time, all time, all time. Okay, still Ronnie's gonna be in that all time. Ronnie's still number one for you all time. All time, yes. When when you talk about on stage competing against him, yes. What did he look like when you're on stage with a him? A monster. <laughs> Was it was it the word unbelievable? Like it's Listen, unbelievable. When Ronnie dropped them clothes backstage, everybody mouth dropped. <laughs> Jay Cutler, everybody. What was it about his physique? It's freaking huge and shredded, bro. That that is that, that that's the most that, that's he's a, he's by far the most dominant bodybuilder in history. By far. Who's the closest guy you made that look like that? Ronnie. <laughs> yeah. He's closest to the Incredible Hulk, bro. Okay, so we got Ronnie at the top. Ronnie's the GOAT. Ronnie's, Let's just put him at his own, league of his own. Ronnie's the, I don't know about the GOAT, but Ronnie is the most dominant bodybuilder of all okay. times. First place. Right. Next. Arnold, of course. Okay. Let's see. Uh, Phil. Top five. Top five. Respect. Next, let's see. Um, Sergio. Sergio in his time, I felt could have beat Arnold. He was amazing. What number we have? How many we got? Four. You got one more. One so more. So you got Ronnie, Arnold, Phil, Sergio. Ronnie, Sergio, Phil. Arnold. Arnold. Top five. Okay, I can't, my mind is blank right now. I can't remember. So you got Flex, Kevin, Cormier, Haney, um, Jay. Who would you put as a five? Lee Haney. Lee Haney's five. Okay, all right. Lee Haney's five. So Ronnie first, and you got Arnold, Phil, Sergio, Lehaney. I Well, that's not in no particular order. R Ronnie's just first. Well, the Ronnie's first. The Everybody other second, third, and fourth, and fifth, you can switch them all around. But Ronnie's one. What you saying? What you think? Somebody could beat Ronnie? 
No, no. At his best? <laughs> you know. Okay, well, you're looking like. <laughs> did you hear what Ronnie said about Arnold? Did you hear what Ronnie said about Arnold or no? What did he say? He said, he said, I showed him a picture of uh, Arnold. He says, look at that chest. He says, if Arnold was competing in my era with access to the things that we had, I couldn't beat him. Ronnie just being modest. You think he's just being modest about yeah. himself? Yeah. So, yeah. so. See, Arnold's six. Arnold's six, like six. Ronnie, Arnold's tall as hell for yeah. one. So it'd be very hard to fill his legs out to look like Ronnie. Ronnie's legs was insane. Just by putting them next to each other, Ronnie had his best when Ronnie had that small waist. Just look at some pictures, man. I, mean, I, want, I want to get your insight on these pictures, man, because... Now, don't get me. Don't get it twisted. Wait, Arnold wait. was amazing. Yeah. Ronnie was saying... I showed him this picture. I said, Ronnie, what do you think about this? Ronnie said, just look at his chest. That's how he was comparing himself. But you're saying six, two and a half to fill the legs. is mathematically yeah, impossible to go Just up because somebody got a big chest don't mean... They, I, don't, I mean, what is that supposed to mean? There's a lot of... Marcus Rue had one of the biggest chests in the world. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, Did he ever place top five? Well, you got to have overall. You, you, he didn't, now, if he would have said that about, look at his legs, look at his, you know, hamstrings yeah, and, and yeah. glutes, and, uh, he didn't say none of that. He just said his chest. chest. See, when you look at Ronnie, you're going to say that about everything. He was complete. You know what I'm saying? Not to say that Arnold wasn't complete, but his legs were a little down versus his upper body. You know, it, 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 there's a reason why everybody likes you, okay? Is, is Here's a guy that's won more Arnold Classics than anybody else, and you're still not being diplomatic. You're still giving your answer to say, here's how I feel about this. That's right. No wonder the guys feel the way they do about you. So let's look at some of your pictures here, man. Why don't we <laughs> look, look at the, the most important type of pictures here, okay? When you see yourself in some of these pics, I'll show them to you. What do you think about when you see this guy? <laughs> Yeah, he, he swole. He swole. <laughs> <laughs> How about this, Sarah? When was this? Um, I don't know when that was. So you're not a guy that sits there and knows you not, can quote like, oh, that was in 09 September. You know, I'm the type of dude, when I look at my own pictures, it's like. Doesn't do anything. For it you. don't do nothing for me. Got it. You got to see me next to somebody. I got to see you next to somebody. You got to see me next to people, yeah. So why don't I show you next to somebody, somebody that's somebody that you're uh, you're gonna like this one? How about this guy next to somebody? <laughs> yeah. How you like this guy? It's crazy. Who were you here, by the way? That was the young Dexter Jackson. How was he like? Trying to get girls back then. Nonstop. <laughs> Is that what it was? Is that priority? Look, I was a little ugly little dude back then, man. And when I started getting a little body like this, and I seen all those girls screaming, I, hey, I wanted the girls too. So that's all I wanted and thought about back then is trying to get a girlfriend. <laughs> now, is, that, is, that, is that a big part of the life of a bodybuilder? Is that what it is? A lot of play, a lot of girls, a lot of no, party? No, 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 no. That, that's the beginning of my career. This. That's not now. I'm, I, I can no, not right us. now, but I'm talking about 25, 30, 35. Is that still where the reaction you're getting is nonstop? Of course you get that. Of course. You know, you get all these girls out there that's like people, you know, that says, ooh, that's gross, but behind closed doors, they want to see what the muscles feel like. You know behind saying? closed doors. <laughs> yeah. So why don't we do this? Let me show these, this comparison. I mean, obviously, you know which is which. How, yeah. do you, how do you view these two when you look at them? Your eyes, well, different than our eyes. Of course, that's when I won Olympia, so. What do you see when you see these? 
Not much of a difference. Not much of a difference. Maybe, you know, maybe a little down from here because I'm older and it's hard to have the same fullness and muscle, muscle bellies. I have to do a lot of work versus back then. You know, I could eat four meals and look like that. I, I had to, to carve up, I had to eat 10 meals, 10 fucking meals to keep my fullness because mama, I, I, it's crazy. I'm, I'm older, but my metabolism is even more crazy. Because you're eating that many meals. I had to, I would have really been flat. Um, back then, I didn't have to do that. And I stayed full. So it's, it's about making adjustments. You gotta know your body. You know, most people would try to do, well, I'm gonna do the same thing I did back when I did this, when I won this show. You can't work that way. You gotta know how to make the adjustments. You gotta know when you're flat, when you need to add more food, when you need to stop cardio. You gotta know how to do all of that mm -hmm. stuff. That's what I've mastered over the years. Mm -hmm. That's why I've lasted so long. So what is it like eating 10 meals a day? I mean, that's gotta be crazy to eat 10 meals a day. To be honest with you, Honestly, for the very first yeah. time, I had to do that. I ate every two hours. I started at about six o'clock in the morning, mm -hmm. seven o'clock in the morning. Every two hours I ate. Yeah. And um, I actually was getting hungry from meal to meal. So it was, I, Wait, I couldn't. you're getting hungry meal to meal? I was getting hungry from meal to meal. Now what is a meal? Define a meal. A meal is one and a half cup of rice with, um, you know, six ounces of meat or. That's, so you eat six ounces of meat Type. Well, as we well, when I was carving up, yeah. then it was probably four ounces. Okay. So I was eating four ounces of meat with one and a half cup of rice every meal for ten meals. Ten meals. Yeah. How many times are you going to the bathroom? I was going pretty regularly. Regularly, like two, three times a day, or mm -hmm. you have to. You have no choice because you're eating so much. Right. Any side effects of eating that much? Like, do you have headaches? Are you heavier? No. Are you sleeping? Uh, you know, is nah. it tougher to sleep or no? No. Because my body was because of the great digestive enzymes I was telling you about. Mm, the secret sauce. The <laughs> secret sauce. The secret sauce. Yes. That's what it was. Put it this way. They're so good when versus, you know, these, the ones that I take versus the ones that you get out of the store, the one you get out of the store, you got to take every, every meal. You take one a day of these. That's it. The one you got. One. Those are, those are the ones you were telling me that you're going to tell everybody about and we're going to sell it for 200 bucks a pop? No, nah, I didn't say we're going to sell it, but I'm going to tell <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, if, if there ever was a good plug in one of these bodybuilding, you had it right now. If you get sponsorship from these guys and put it in, you're going to get thousands of people clicking on yes, it. Absolutely. Okay. All right, sounds good. So next, evolution of diet, anything we can learn from. For all your years of competing, anything that, uh, uh, not even a professional bodybuilder, when you're looking at somebody that wants to build up muscle, you hear all this stuff about one gram of protein per weight, You what things were stuff that they talked about 20 years ago that doesn't apply today because of how much more smarter and wiser the industry's gotten? Any major misconceptions with diet? Um, everything is pretty much around the same. You know, you got different supplements these days, of course, that you didn't have back then. Um, but the main thing is being consistent with your eating. That's number one. Um, you know, you have people that, you know, get on a diet and, and they don't see any results, but they're missing skipping two meals a day, then you're not following the full program. So being consistent with eating all your food when you're supposed to do it, yeah. on time every day, is very important. 
and I live by that. Uh, uh, you talked about Arnold earlier. Obviously, you wanted more than anybody else. What's your most unique story you got with Arnold? My most re unique, um, unique unique story. My my most unique story I got with Arnold. Um, any Arnold or with Arnold himself? Himself. Himself. Um, I don't have you know other than him actually interviewing me on stage. You know, it's not like I've ever hung out with him. I've never hung out with him before. No Arnold stories. No Arnold stories. Okay. Uh, uh, on stage, backstage, uh, 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 any uh, animosity, any fights, any, uh, uh, you know, in between, <laughs> any of that stuff taking place with you or no? You don't have that nah. story. You're a pretty easygoing guy. You're the chill guy. You know, no controversy with you. Yeah, no controversy with me unless you cross me. Other Anybody that, ever crossed you or no? No, no because no I, don't, I don't put myself in those predicament, you know, in those situations. So that's why I'm cool with everybody. You know, when there's tension, I try and, you know, be the clown like that and make everybody laugh. You know what I'm saying? But one Where did thing that, come that I'm. From? Is that just your personality? That's just me, you know. And, but one thing I am, I'm a straight shooter. If you don't want to be told the truth, don't, I'm very, I have no filter and I'm going to tell you straight up what's wrong and, and what's not wrong, period. You're November 29th, is it 29th? 25th. 25th. Who's your best friend in bodybuilding? My best friend in best bodybuilding. Friend bodybuilding. Somebody you talk to every week. Stan Curly Top McCrary. Stan? Yeah. Everybody knows Stan. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you know Stan too? Of course, <laughs> yeah. You, you know, he, uh, uh, no, I don't know him. I know of him. him. I know like who, who he was. And you can't say nothing bad around about me around him. Yeah, that's what yeah. everybody says. That's what everybody says. <laughs> So, okay, today in bodybuilding, is there money to be made in bodybuilding today the way it is? Um, yes. Millions? But, but, yes, if you, if, but you got to know how to go about doing it. It's not as easy as it used to be when, when Phil and I was coming up, you know, or Flex and all of us were coming up. But um, the social media has destroyed the game when it comes to that easy money. So now you got to use your platform. You got to build your platform to be able to make money. And, you know, a lot of people do a lot of training. You know, I got my own team as well. You can, you know, being, you know, you can make, you can make a good amount of money off of different little things. What's a good amount of money? Um, Netting six figures? Yeah. Netting six figures. This is after your, your, what you're eating, what you're putting in your body, travel. You can still keep six figures per year. Of course. As a bodybuilder. Of course. What do you in the high be, six. In high six figures. Yeah. But you have to be top five or you can be a top ten and still You can be nice. a top ten and still do it. Top ten and still make high six figures. If you know what you're doing. See, I'm very, very hard. I, I, I'm, I'm like this. If you can't afford to pay me what I'm worth, then I, I don't need it. When you start getting these guys out of here that start taking deals that ain't worth taking, yeah. then you have the, the guy that's paying this guy, say, well, such and such did it for this Dexter. I'm like, well, I'm not him. But then you get all these other guys that's still taking it for what he's getting it for. And that's why the sport is not growing when it comes to us making money. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I've always said, you know, I wouldn't take less than $500,000 from a, from a supplement deal because I feel that I'm lowering the standards of the sport when it comes to us guys making con con you know, money from con you know, contracts from supplement deals or something. So I would never take a deal, anything less than that. You know, and, I, and, and 
I would say, but I'm, I'm blessed and fortunate enough to say, you know what? I don't need that deal. I'm going to compete every show and win my money, which I was able to do. And I didn't need a contract or nothing. You didn't need a contract. I didn't need a contract so you because never got I a won contract. all the shows. You never got a contract. No, no, I'm saying. No, I had contracts, but when, like say for instance, when. Muscle Tech. When Muscle Tech comes. Yeah. I said, okay, I had other companies, supplement companies coming with me with deals. Nah, I, I'm worth more than that. You can't pay me what I was getting over here. I don't need it. So I started winning all the shows. That's how I made all my money. But I was fortunate to be able to do that. I was blessed to be able to do that. Everybody can't do that. So That's what I'm saying. they're going to yeah. go and take that money. You see what I'm saying? Got it. Yeah. But me, I would never, you know, I would never take something that I'm not worth. It has to be my worth because I feel that I'm letting this, you know, I'm dropping the standards of the sport. So I've never done that. Post retirement, are you planning on doing whatever you do with your businesses within the industry, like supplements, things yes, that are I got within my, the field? Yeah, I okay. definitely got my own supplement line. I'm getting ready to launch. It's the Dexter Jackson Signature Series. So I'm getting ready to launch that and and a few other things. I'm not going to let the cat are you, the are you going to have that probiotic part of your uh, 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 Dexter Jackson or no? I'm working on multiple things. All I'm saying is if you are doing something with that, because if it's that effective, let me tell you, that's a, that's a good, good way to position yourself. I'm working on multiple things. That's good. That's and, good and let, to know. You know that. what? I'm, I'll go ahead and let the cat out of the bag. I'm going to tell you exactly what these pills do for you. You know, not only are they digestive enzymes and they're probiotics, but they shrink your larger, small intestines. So all these people that have these bubble guts, mainly because of their intestines. Are you uh, uh, wanting to get hundreds of text messages uh, uh, after this video comes out? <laughs> with calls? If that's what you're trying to do. No, I'm not, I'm not, not going to take any calls or no messages, nothing like that, because I ain't telling nobody nothing until I retire anyway. Well, that's five years from now. So if it's no, five, you know not. what I'm saying? Because based on what we just talked about today, you ain't going away anytime soon. Okay, speed run. I'm going to give you a name. Tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. All right. Okay. Dorian Yates. <clears throat> Grainy. Grainy. Ronnie Coleman. The greatest. Kevin LeBron. Um, I don't know. You don't know what Kevin LeBron? I don't know a word to say. Oh, okay. I got it. what I'm saying. You had him in your top five earlier. Yeah, I, did. I know you got respect. Um... He's he's one of the greatest. Okay, Brandon Curry. <laughs> Brandon Curry, um, amazing guy. Wayne D'Amelio. He cool with me. <laughs> he cool with me. Okay. <laughs> David Pecker. Don't know him well. Jim Mannion. The Godfather. Sean Roden. Sean Roden, very good friend. Bonac. Very good guy as well. Dan Solomon. I've known Dan for many years, and he's like a brother to me. Big Rami. Gentle Giant. Arnold. Man, what can I say? Um, he's like Michael Jordan of the sport of bodybuilding. Charles Glass. The greatest trainer in here ever. Chad Nichols. Chad, um... Chad has always been good to me, so he's a good guy. Phil Heath. 
Phil, um, amazing person. Cormier. That's big, bro. Jay Cutler. Keep it real. Flex Wheeler. Flex, um, he's got the best, I would say probably the best symmetry in the sport of bodybuilding history. Kai Green. Kai, he's weird, but such an amazing dude. It's <laughs> actually a compliment right there to, to call somebody weird but amazing dude. Yeah, I mean, he is. I mean, he, he, he draws and shit. And he, <laughs> <laughs> He seems like personality. Yeah, I love that guy. I love Kai. He's a good guy. Sean Wright. Sean. um, Sean. Controversial. (laughs) And he's comfortable being there. Yes, he is. Athleticon. Um. It's gonna be huge. It's gonna be huge, and. uh, I don't know if you know or not, there's a little rumor, rumor has it, that uh, if you haven't heard this already, there's this guy that the bodybuilding world follows tremendously, and he's loved by many. Rumor has it he may consider competing. His name is Dexter Jackson. It's just a rumor. I won't tell you. Rumor has it. He, he, he may. So if it happens, you got me. You heard it first. Rumor has it. The, the man, the myth, the legend may consider this. But uh, Dexter, I got to tell you, man, I had a blast with you. Yeah, really, I had a blast you. with you. I'm the. Uh, uh, you know, again, I'm not in the world. Every time the guys come, it's always interesting for me to get to know the personalities. But everything I heard from everybody, you're exactly what everybody said about you. Oh, really? That's everything awesome. was respect. When I tell you everything, everything was respect. There was no angle with nothing. All your peers, competitors, everyone that I'm in contact with, that you know the names, everyone gave you love. And it's very obvious. Oh, that's that awesome. They have this kind of respect for you. Because at the end of the day, when you compete at the level of you do for this many years, there is uh, nothing more exciting than to have the people you competed against have this kind of respect for you, and these are some people that you went hardcore with, and they still respect you the way they do. So from me to you, I respect you for coming out, being a guest. I had a blast with you. I'm looking forward to seeing what crazy things you're going to be doing. Uh, I know you got to go to Australia. I know you got to prepare, uh, prepare for uh, Mr. Olympia and possibly yeah. Athleticon. But uh, (laughs) future looks bright. Brother, thank you so much for coming out, man. Thank you. Really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And by the way, if you haven't already subscribed to Valuetainment on iTunes, please do so. Give us a five-star. Write a review if you haven't already. And if you have any questions for me that you may have, you can always find me on Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. Just search my name, Patrick Bid-David. And I actually do respond back when you snap me or send me a message on Instagram. With that being said, have a great day today. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.